Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Rowdy Buddhist Podcast. It's great to be with you again today. Today, we're going to continue our stories of the miraculous tales of the Lotus Sutra from ancient Japan. This is one of the most interesting stories I find in that it references one of the aspects of the Lotus Sutra that is not usually understood or spoken of. The title of the story is Priest Osho of Mount Nachi. Osho was a resident priest of Mount Nachi of Kumano. Being diligent, he never idled away his time. He regarded reciting the Lotus Sutra as his occupation and seeking the way as his aspiration. Living in the mountains and forest, he did not desire to associate with people. Every time he recited the chapter of Yakuo of the Sutra, this is reference to our Sutra Murano's version, Reverend Murano's version, chapter 23, Medicine King Bodhisattva. Osho was so much impressed with Bodhisattva Kiken's act of self-immolation that he finally wished to burn himself as an offering to the Buddhas, just as the Bodhisattva Kiken had done. Bodhisattva Kiken here is referencing Sun, Moon, Pure, Bright, Virtue, Buddha, as referenced in chapter 23. And the act of self-immolation is an offering of one's body to the Buddhas. This was practiced during the Heian period as described in various Ojoden, which is biographies of priests and nuns. The 23rd chapter of the Lotus Sutra, the Medicine King Bodhisattva, tells us how Bodhisattva Kiken, an earlier existence of Yakuo, burned his arms as offerings to the relics of his master, Tathagata, Sun Moon of Pure Virtues. He abstained from cereals, salt, and sweets. In preparation, he purified his interior and exterior self by eating only pine needles and drinking rainwater. Before igniting his funeral pyre, Osho donned a new paper robe, held a censer in his hand, sat on the firewood in the posture of meditation facing the west, called upon various Buddhas and vowed, quote, I offer my body and soul to venerate the Lotus Sutra. My head shall be offered to the Buddhas in the upper direction, my legs to those in the lower direction, my back shall be given to those in the east, and my front to those in the west. My chest shall receive by the great master Shakya. Great master Shaka here is referencing Shakyamuni Buddha. My right and left sides by Taho Buddha, as we know Taho Buddha, the Buddha of the stupa of treasures. And my throat by Amida Buddha. My intestines shall be offered to the five wisdom Buddhas, and my other organs to the dwellers of the six worlds. While burning his body, Osho made the proper mudra hand signs and recited the Hokekyo Lotus Sutra with firm faith in the three treasures. Even after his body turned to ashes, his reciting voice did not cease. His burned body did not seem to disperse. The smoke did not release an unpleasant odor, but an aromatic fragrance as if scented jidan wood. Jidan wood is a very expensive type of wood uh, that is used for incense. A light breeze blew like the sound of the delicate music. After the fire was extinguished, the light lingered, illuminating the air in the mountains and valleys. Several hundred unknown and unusual birds 
gathered and circled about with a sound like the ringing of bells. This was the first example of self-immolation in the country of Japan. All who watched closely and all who heard rejoiced. End of story. This is a interesting and sometimes uh, modern version and understanding of this teaching is through a famous picture of a Vietnamese monk who performed this during the age of the Vietnam War. The monk's name was Thich Quan Duc, and he was a Vietnamese Mahayana Buddhist monk, and he died by self-immolation at a busy Saigon Road intersection on June 11, 1963. What he was was protesting against the persecution of Buddhists by the U.S.-backed South Vietnamese government. And he, the leader of the South Vietnamese government, uh, President Diem, who was a staunch Roman Catholic. This is how most people think of this event in terms. Uh, many people misunderstand it. Uh, even when I was young, I remember seeing it on a CD cover. Um, but the story is often overlooked. And actually, in my practice as a monk in the Tian Tai tradition, there was even a tradition called the karmic burns where people would uh, place incense uh, sticks on their arm as they recited the sutra, and it would burn uh, small marks on their arm. Also, you can see this on uh, a lot of Chinese traditions, monks' heads, where there'll be a... Uh, nine burn marks on their head. This would symbolize that they had received the Bodhisattva precepts. But as we see here, this practice actually um, was quite well known in Japan, um, as well as many people may have seen the eternal monks that have gone through a similar uh, tradition or practice. But instead of burning themselves, they mummify themselves. This was the idea of uh, eternal enlightenment, according to the uh, awakened or the Hongaku school of original enlightenment. In the sutra, he says, as in chapter uh, page three hundred one, chapter twenty three of Medicine King Bodhisattva in Sanchibarano Sutra. Sun, moon, pure, bright, virtue, Buddha, sprinkled various kinds of perfumed oil on the garment and set fire to his body, making a vow by his supernatural powers. The light of the flame illuminated the worlds, numbering 8,000 of millions of times the number of the sands of the river Ganges. Now, as we see this, many people would, of course, look back in horror and actually, as you can see, many people who uh, have taken this literally uh, have performed this practice even up until the modern age. Later on in this chapter on page 304, once he had made this vow and after he had burned, his arms were restored because of his merits, virtues, and wisdom were abundant. In this, we can see that the act itself is showing that, as Nichiren and Shone has quoted many times in the sutra, that we must not even hold our bodies as being dear to practice the Lotus Sutra, and that we make the, we make the vow 
to uphold the sutra even at the cost of our life. However, this is not to encourage or promote such behavior. What it is to show is the severity and the importance of such a great vow, and that the vow of upholding the Dharma and sharing the Dharma with others is the greatest vow of all, even beyond our love of ego or love of self, such as is in, uh, is in the body itself. We are able to uphold this and fulfill the four great bodhisattva vows. It goes on to spread context that even such an amazing and miraculous event is, doesn't even compare to the merits given to a person who keeps even a single gatha of the four lines of the sutra of the lotus flower of the wonderful dharma. So therefore, in our life, we uphold the dharma, spread the dharma, teach the dharma. And hence, as in the story, after the body was turned to ashes, his reciting voice did not cease. That meant he did not stop sharing the Dharma, did not stop sharing the Lotus Sutra. As his body burned, it did not seem to disperse, which means fall apart. The smoke did not release an unpleasant odor, odor but an aromatic fragrance, as the most expensive incense would, would smell. A light breeze blew like the sound of delicate music. Therefore, in this concept, we should understand that by us upholding the Lotus Sutra, we are offering our lives, not just physically, not just spiritually, but fully in the fact that we hold dear to ourselves the vow to share and understand the Lotus Sutra with all sentient beings. Namami Ohorengi Gyo.